And it's always sad when I have to say this, or when Jim has to say it, whatever, which one of us is here. Good morning and welcome to the final edition, 2023, of Over the Garden Fence. It's a week removed, but hey, we're here. (laughs) And technology is not giving us the middle finger, which is nice. (laughs) Over the Garden Fence, always brought to you by your friends at Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. Here he is, the one, the only, the biggest Lions fan you're ever going to see, and the inimitable... Andy Woodell, how are you? I haven't been in here with you for quite a while. It's been a few days. Yeah, and it's the last show. And I, That's right. As, as much as I dislike the last show, I know it's nice you get a break. And, and just in time, we have a hard freeze possibly. That's right. And that kind of changes a lot of things, doesn't it? If you, if you know it's coming. Yeah. It does. It does. Maybe it kicks that gardening clock a little mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. A little freeze might bring some fall color on, which is a little nice, too. That would be and nice. So there's some pluses to that, too. And I have to say that <clears throat> by far and away, my wife is by far the biggest Lions fan. Okay. Uh, she has Lions shoes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, Danielle, you're it. You're it. So you're married to the second biggest Lions. That's right. Now, I've been a Lions fan since I was five years old, so we're talking 60 years because yeah. I am 65. Um, and the only reason I know that is because I get a phone call every five minutes from the Medicare people. Um, <laughs> any, in any event, it's, it's, I bet, a long time, uh, yeah. a long, long time. The, the first, you know, my, my dad, you know, would watch the games. So I'd watch them with him. And I, you know, remember the old days of Joe Schmidt and Mike Lucci and, you know, Carl Switan and uh, mm-hmm. uh, those guys, you know. Um, it, it was, you know, and it was like, ah, oh, they lead you to the edge. <laughs> well, my dad was a Lions fan, but by far more of a Tigers fan. Oh, so there you go. Our household was all Tigers most of the years. And uh, from the World mm-hmm. Series that we were actually right above Kirk Gibson. Really? And we were at game four when we won. And oh, so very in cool. 84, so go Kurt in. So it was kind of yeah. cool. Um, <clears throat> my little sister had a chunk of sod oh. thrown from the uh, first base up to us. Wow. Very cool. She <laughs> still have it? We framed it and put it in Mom and Dad's garden. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. So Now, we had a phone call during uh, Nature Watch. And I was going to answer that. About Carol, about the irises. And I asked her, I said, if she wanted to call back, she could. But a little later, if you want to, after you your timely tips, if you'd like to, to answer that question, that would be cool. And like Gary said, a lot of that, Carol, is we had very dry very, very dry. Remember, the lawn was almost breaking yeah. in June when you were walking on it. Then we got moisture July, August, September. Then we got a little heat, and voila, things like her iris or lilac at Waddell's, crabapple at Waddell's, small leaf rhododendron are all not in full flower, but flowers shooting up here and there. Wow. And yes, they will flower a little bit less, but they'll still flower well, next cool. year. But yeah, so. Um, Before you get started, I'm going to tell you, we, we've we've got phone calls already. Oh, nice. People know this is your final show for the oh. season. They're jumping in line. And one of the callers is Carol. Oh, so there you go. But first up is uh, the one, the only Amy. Good morning, Amy. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. How are you? Amy, how Good, are you? Good morning. Thank you. I'm fine, thanks. Hey, how can I be of help? Uh, my neighbor and I have two beautiful geraniums, and we've never... Um, brought them in over the winter to plant in the spring and we don't know how to do it could you kind of tell us what we need to do so (laughs) 
First of all, geraniums can be a challenge, let me tell you, but you would want to bring them in soon, and mm-hmm. I would probably cut them back in half. Mm-hmm. I would almost let them try to go dormant, okay? you do, If you water them, you can either treat them like a houseplant or kind of let them not dry out, but kind of go in a dormant state, okay? Mm-hmm. Middle of February, maybe the third week in February, maybe repot them. Go ahead and trim off all the flower, the the spent leaves. Hopefully, there's still stem that you've kept moist, and then repot them. Get a little food mm-hmm. to them. I've seen seen some people hang them in their kitchen. Believe it or not, up and out of the way, so they're mm-hmm. not in people's way. But you know, it's just enough warmth to keep that geranium alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. The idea is. Think of this, though. Geraniums are mostly annual, and when you start putting the effort all winter long, you might find next spring's geranium is just as easy to start back up buying them in the spring. So make it a challenge, though. Go ahead, and uh, myself is plastic pots will not let plants overwinter good, so I'd put it in a clay pot if you were going Mm -hmm. to Mm because clay, when it's too dry, absorbs. When clay is too wet, it perspires, and Mm -hmm. it will be far better to try to overwinter that geranium inside. I would not not feed it, Amy, during the winter. I would just kind of let it go into its dormant cycle because – Otherwise, you're going to feed it all winter, flower it all winter, and it's almost going to be spent become, oh, wow. come yeah. spring. Yeah. Okay. But okay. you did say to try to water it a little bit. A little bit. Right? Yep. yep. Okay. You don't want to let it go bone dry. You want to get it okay. to a point where um, that main crown doesn't, doesn't uh, dehydrate. Okay. Yeah. Well, we usually don't do this, but we both had the biggest geraniums we've ever had before, <laughs> and we wanted to try to save these and see if we could uh, start them up again next spring. Yeah. Amy, this was a great growing season. My geraniums were humongous. They're still flowering in the hanging baskets on the porch. It's kind of ashamed to get rid of them. But, yeah, oh, the, the frost is yeah. going to be happening soon. So you want to do this soon if you're going to. Yeah, I've got about five of them on my front porch right now, uh, all different shades of red, and they're just beautiful. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. The hard freeze is coming in about yep. 48 hours. Yeah, so, so oh, you, you want to okay. do, it this, do it this weekend. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, Amy. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Yes, Carol, thanks for calling back. How are you? Hey, Carol. Oh, Carol, do me a favor. Turn your radio down. Just as good as ever. Okay. Um, I have another, the lady brought up about geraniums. I'll bring that in quickly. Uh, That I have geraniums I've had for many years. I take out in the summer and bring back in the winter and keep them all winter and put them back out in the summer again. They don't do as well because I forget to water them in the winter, but <laughs> they, they're still blooming, and, yep. and I'm just excited about that. But anyway, uh, the other thing is about the iris. Now, is that a, is that a normal thing? Are there iris that actually do that? No, no. That is That usually, Carol, is all weather-related. Iris are only spring or late spring bloomers, but it, it, it's, you're getting, think of it, you're getting a little benefit. You're getting a little re- resurge that has a little new growth on it. Your, your iris will still flower next year, but myself is, just to encourage it, probably right now, not now, but in a couple weeks when the perennials do go to sleep, give a little bone meal to it and a little, uh, like a spoma plant to them so you know it's going to flower good in the spring again. 
it did that last year, and it did it again this year. And yeah. it bloomed in the spring as well, just as beautiful and just as big. And they're very large blooms, beautiful, beautiful yeah. blooms. But mine don't do that. Only my daughters did. Yeah, so, Carol, it's got to be moisture-related, where in the summertime they are getting to a point where they're getting so dry they go to a dormant state, and then summer we get moisture, July, August, August, September, that plant does a resurge, and then you see a little Indian summer, it flushes out due to the heat, and then that's how you get a flower. That's why I was saying we have lilac at Waddell's that are flowering today that should not be in flower. So same with crab apples. There's some crab apples and rhododendron at Waddell's right now that is flowering just here and there, Carol. It's not just like yours. You don't have 20 or 30 flowers, you just have a couple. Well, she only has a small, small plot there, yeah. but I have a lot of them, but none of mine have ever done that, even, yeah. no matter what the weather's been. But. Yep, yep. It, it's kind of a, think of it as a plus. And, uh, oh, I do. That's right. I, do. I love lavender, and this is lavender and white, just as lacy and beautiful as they can be. Nice, nice. And I, I just, she said, this is a bonus. I said, you're right. I, you're right. So, <laughs> yep, enjoy it. Thank you, Carol. I, I do. I surely do. I thank the good Lord for these good things. So, you got thank it. you All right. very much. Thanks, Carol. Then. Thanks, thanks for calling back. We appreciate it very much. Uh, thanks for listening um, to both shows. I, uh... Uh, I'm, I'm going to hold off your timely tips because okay. it's time for a break. It was good. We got phone no calls and we're going to take more. Those are all our um, friends. 382-4280-877-382-4280. If you're a little radio shy, you can text us, which people do at 80373. And we'll, uh, we'll get your comment or question on the air as soon as we can. And we're going to take a quick break and be right back here with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Could your landscape use some more autumn color? Now is your chance to get the prettiest red-colored maples around while they're on sale this week at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Right now, save 50% on three of Waddell's most popular top-quality bright red grade-A maple trees, including Autumn Blaze, Matador, and Red Point Maple Trees. Each of these varieties will turn a brilliant red every fall, and each are now 50% off. Need to block out the view or add some more privacy to your yard? Arborvitaes can provide a natural fence that's green year-round. This week, Waddell's has their extra-large green giant and emerald green Arborvitaes on sale, and they're also 50% off. Stop into Waddell's, and any of their Michigan-certified nursery specialists will be glad to help. But hurry in. These 50% off savings are good through next Wednesday at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. Saturdays, 9 to 5. Closed Sundays. And welcome back to Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday morning. It's the ah, final edition. Andy is, of course, happy because... Oh, no. Then you, you, then you really get... Then the work starts. Well, it does. You know? It does. It really but I, does. I have... Um... I've already uh, planned on signing up for 2024, Whoa, so I like our, all our gardening and friends. And 2024 will be 67 or 8? 67 years? Uh, I have to think. You know what? I think it's actually more than that. Oh, well, yep. that's all right. Yep, yep. We like that more than more than more than more more than we think. But that's, <laughs> that's uh, right. But this is I, again the um, the last edition for this season. So if you do have a comment. Or a question you want to ask Andy. This is when you want to get it in there. Yeah. And you want to do it early. Okay. <laughs> Please do not wait until like five minutes before the show is over because chances are we're not going to be able to get you on here. All right. But anyway, 382 4280 877 382 4280 Or 
Text us at 80373, and guess what? We have another phone call. Okay. Man, we're just trucking right along here. June is calling this morning. Good morning, June. How are you? June, how are you? I am well. How are you? Good, good. How can I be of help? Well, I'm so glad I got to talk to you because I have an issue with some shrubs that go all the way around my house. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm so sorry that I don't know the name of these because, you know what, when these houses were were built they, i don't know why they put these in there but they came they go and they come out early and it goes all the way around the house and it looks like it's snowed okay and it's not even spring yet so <laughs> and then a man across the street has a big tree of it and this year mine didn't come out okay do you know what i'm talking about they're white and they're not big balls or anything they're just white, and it's like a, a whole shrub just is filled. Okay. And it's early spring flower? Yeah. And the, and mine seemed to come up earlier than spring. You know, mm. it's like the end of winter. Okay, so the snow's gone, just going into spring. And, um, June, tell me about how big you think your shrub is at home. How big is oh, that? Oh, they're up to my they're up to my porch. Okay, they're, that's a that's a Van Hoodie or bridal wreath spirea is a early spring bloomer that isn't um, <clears throat> isn't forsythia. Forsythia and witch hazel is usually our first, but that is one of our earliest spring white flowering uh, plants that we have. Um, Renaissance or Bridal Wreath, or Van Hootie could be the three names of that spirea. Small flowers, but hundreds and hundreds. The flower actually covers all the leaves. Am I correct? I mean, they, they flower first. Absolutely. and Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, old-fashioned old fashioned spirea. Old-fashioned spirea. Yep. Now, you know what? You have to cut them down at the end of the season, am I correct? Because if, otherwise they won't come back up the next one. Not as well, correct. So you could do it at the end of the season. You could actually do it because, um, Carol, they if they flower early spring, they've already set their flowers now. So if you prune, which is fine, you could prune now, but if you prune after they flower, then you can get a hard prune. Prune them as, you know, you could take 20 to 50% off the plant and they'd still flower. You want to trim them now, that is fine too, but you'll just trim off a lot of next year's flower. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, I thought if I didn't trim them, they wouldn't come back because one year they did not come up. And I'm like, what's going on? Because it usually looks like it snowed right around my house. Hmm. And one year they didn't come up. And I'm like, all right, did my mom tell me to um, cut these, <laughs> you know, prune them at the end of the season? And then because once they're done, they're done. Okay. They don't come back up. And so that we, we want to probably identify everybody, but it might even be a peony because if they come up, Carol, every spring and they die back to no, the I ground. I think it's a peony. I know peony. Okay. Okay. It probably I a, think I'm going to go with your spirea. Yeah. Yeah. Old fashioned spirea is uh, probably the nicest white in the spring. You'll find them in a lot of the cemeteries or old foundations around houses. We still sell them uh, at the store in June. So no problem. Well, you know, I just want to tell you, Andy, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and, hey. and taking time with us on Saturdays because we really, I know all of us really appreciate it. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I just try to share what I've learned. 
and that's what uh, Grandpa showed Dad, who showed me, who I can show you guys. So that's what's yeah, kind of neat. I'm on the third. I'm on the third generation. Too. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we go back. So thanks, thank you June. So much. Thanks, thanks, June. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and have a, a wonderful day. And we get to take another break, Andy. And then I promise we'll get to your time yeah, and tips. Okay. We have to. That's all right. Um, we but, have some. Uh, um, gardening etiquette today, too, oh, that I want to okay. tell everybody about for the end of the year. That's important, too. All right, we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence here on WKZO. The best time to fertilize your lawn to ensure a better-looking lawn next year is right now. The Lawn Pros at Waddell's recommend the best thing you can do for next year's lawn is to give it a boost with Fertilome Winterizer. Fertilome Winterizer Fall Lawn Food helps the roots of grass plants grow stronger, so grass grows thicker, not just taller. Give your your lawn the better meal this autumn. Fertilome has all the trace elements your lawn needs. And Fertilome Lawn Winterizer from Waddell's is economical too. It's less expensive than other brands. This week, get Fertilome Lawn Winterizer for $24.99 for the 5,000 square foot size after you use the $3 in-store instant rebate. Or get the 10,000 square foot size for just $40.99 with Waddell's $5 in-store instant rebate. Stop into Waddell's to get professional advice from the lawn pros anytime. And if you bring in a soil sample, they'll even test your soil's pH for free at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. WKZO News Time 923. Checking our radar. Might want to keep your umbrella handy. We're starting to see some <laughs> rain. Possibly, it's going to be light moving into the area, but uh, look later on for uh, more substantial rain, possibly. Yeah. But, but, you know... Hey, I seen uh, landscapers working the other day mm-hmm. in the rain. Yeah, their hats were not hats. What? They were a band that held a post with an umbrella. Over oh, there them. you go. And as they worked, they were covered as they were planting in ground cover. I thought Works it was for pretty, me. pretty smart idea. Well, you know, so. my motto is anything, any kind of precipitation that falls from the sky that I don't have to remove from my driveway with something called Toro, <laughs> I'm sure. good with. So That's we're right. Good. So. Top we, of the morning. Top of the morning to you. you got and the it. Rest of the day for myself. Now, we were we were talking off air. One of these days, like I said earlier one time, I think we, we need to tape what we talk about off air. <laughs> we could sell it as a Christmas CD or something. I don't That's know. right. That's right. But you were discussing the the concept of gardening etiquette. Yes. Yes. So please explain that to me, my friend. You know what? Um me and my 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 wife and my um my family share Neighbors on both sides. Okay. All right. One side is definitely fields. Okay. But that farmer and me, there's a fine line where the tractor comes and the mower stops. My mower and his tractor starts. Okay. There's just a fine line there. My neighbor on the other side has not mowed in 20 years, uh, at least. Really? His, his mother takes care of the property. So I won't say anything more. Very nice <laughs> folks, but they keep to themselves all the way. Most people don't have that um possibility Uh a lot of people have neighbors on all three sides one buddy of mine if he lived next to me he'd probably be at my dinner table three quarters of the time hey (laughs) you know like leaning over the fence at like tim allen hey bob what's for dinner so we'll talk about that etiquette when we uh at the end so top of the morning all to you in the cars getting coffee this morning those that are working or just driving thanks for joining in um, just just uh, thankful this week, yes, a little dreary, but thank you for the moisture. We could have been very dry. Dry means fall can be hurting on the trees, but with the frost that is coming this week, we sure to see some fall color. 
As we round up our growing season, let's take action on our fall projects. And so uh, just walk through in your mind this morning, how does your yard and landscape look? Does it look tired? So going over some of that list, is it tired because of the annuals? Because those annuals need to be pulled? To spend annuals, a trick of the trade, for some container gardening for the holidays, if you're using greens for the same pot, just cut the annual flowers off, leaving the roots in the soil. The soil and uh, the roots provide stability when you push the greens in around that uh, holiday season instead of just plain dirt. How's the garden look? Pruning raspberries now? Ever-bearing raspberries cut within one foot of the ground soon and mulch. Yes, later on, though, June-bearing um, berries prune only the old growth. Any canes that are two years or older cut to 18 to 24 inches. The new growth that you had this year will produce berries next year. Mulch in November. First applying one shovelful of composted cow manure and one shovelful of espoma plant tone. Applying mulch too early will tempt your mice, shrews, and voles to get your mulch and eat your plants, get into your mulch and eat your plants. So <clears throat> early mulcher beware is what I said. Um, get your strawberries set. Is there runners that need to be cut? Pull them off the mother plant now. Transplant them into the rows. Straw and strawberries, we've said before, go hand in hand. Straw helps the frost upheave and protects the plant from winter kill. Never feed strawberries when they're bearing because it causes mushy, mushy fruit. So feed in the fall, applying four pounds of Espoma plant tone per 50-foot row and two pounds of bone meal per 50-foot row. That will encourage good spring and summer flowering. Was powdery mildew a problem in your garden? Everybody, yes, we are all shaking our heads. It was a problem for everybody. At my best friend's house the other night, best friend's son's house, we walked the property that he'd just been recently purchased. There was a patch of gourds that were loaded with A, a lot of gourds that had to be pulled. The, the spoilage was going to happen because of the shade of the large foliage. But B, the plants were loaded with powder and mildew. In our wet Michigan late summer, cucumbers, Menarda bee balm, melons, squash, zinnias, zucchini, pumpkins, they are all very susceptible to powdery mildew. Sprays every 7 to 10 days, especially after a summer rain. Fungicide Dacanil 2787, which is safe for vegetables. Then switch, go with an opposite fungicide. We had caller this summer having terrible problems with some of the vegetables. And using only triple action, the vegetable would actually build resistance. So switch, go with triple action or copper so the plant will build resistance, won't build resistance to the spray. I have a quick article on powdery mildew. Powdery mildew, yes, on bee balm, lilacs, phlox, all is very unfortunate. And really, there's nothing we can control. But this is new to me, to promote air circulation by giving plants plenty of space and things like bee balm, bee balm really have very aggressive roots. They tend to take up lots of space. 
what they're saying is to cut a quarter out of the stems at ground level in the spring. Hmm. This will actually help air movement and increase the flower size. This way, a lot of the air will pass through the plant, similar to flocks as well. This introduction might help save a lot of the powdery mildew plants. Wow. Very cool. All right. We're going to take another quick break again. Uh, you want to get your uh, call in? You might want to get it in now. 382 or text us at 80 373. We'll be right back here on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, your all-season garden center, has everything you need to decorate your home inside and out for the autumn season. Waddell's has a great selection of pumpkins, fall flowering plants, corn stalks, fall berries, silk decorator foliage, wreaths, and more. Of course, you'll want some mum plants and pansy plants with flowers in your choice of fall colors that look great in gardens and patio containers. Be sure to check out Waddell's selection of heirloom pumpkins and carving pumpkins and complete your autumn look with corn stalks, bales of straw, gourds, and ornamental cabbage. Also this week, all of Waddell's perennials in stock are 40% off, including several varieties of coral bells, hostas, salvia, and daisies, all with several varieties and colors to choose from. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 5, closed Sundays. WKZO News Time 931 over the garden fence. We're joined by the one, the only. You know, the only reason he came in this morning is because there's a donut over there for him. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I I, I've been working with this guy all summer. Come on. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to say, Andy, you know, it was fun. Oh, thank you. Total, total I, writing. You know, I, I've been, I've done this before, but over on the other side of the glass. That's yeah. right. And that's right. being on this side with you and interacting and all that, total riot. I'm loved going it. to loved I, it. I'm loved going it. to tell you that that's the first summer that I've had off since I started full time uh-huh. here, twelve years ago. Uh-huh. And so my appreciation for Jim Lawless is immense because <laughs> he allowed me to take the summer off, and as much as I missed you. It was nice having it off, so well, thank yeah. you. You're, you're welcome, but considering you, this is all part of my master plan, considering we're so <laughs> short-staffed, I now have I now have a, a good reason to go to Jim and say, hey, I need some time off this morning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I made sure. He usually has something Chicago on him, so I made sure and wore my there Lions you go. today. I, well, so. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm still in baseball mode, so I wore my Cubs glory today, <laughs> yeah. but that's there okay. I need a new Lions shirt for tomorrow, though, for uh, – for when I go watch the games, I'm telling you. There you That's go. Right. That's All right. right. So we, we we were going to talk about, um, uh, well, first of all, I, I may ask you a question about pruning off air. Yep. So I, I, just briefly before we get into gardening etiquette, mm-hmm. which we will, I'm sure, um, what should people be pruning now? And what about this hard freeze that's possibly coming up? Should they do it before the freeze? Nope. I would actually wait till after the freeze. Okay. It would be way better on trees that start dropping leaves. Okay. When I drop leaves and I know the plant has gone dormant mm-hmm. and that plant uh, then will not push out new growth. Okay. The last thing you want to do is prune and have new growth well, come out because that's what, just like all of us now that we have no hair, uh-huh. Do a nice pruning and then send me out for the winter. Yes. Okay. That's not that's not good. So okay. So we really like to say dormant pruning on shade deciduous trees is okay. is prime. Um, things like uh, 
that lady spirea mm-hmm. down to a maple tree would be optimal. Okay. Broadleaf evergreens like a rhododendron, azalea, holly, yews. I would just wait till okay. spring on. All right. So, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, We'll, we'll go through some notes because I know that uh, we've had callers call in, so thank you very much. And we'll, we'll try to do them timely because there's a lot to cover. So first, consider lawns. It is still plenty of time to provide grass seed for your lawn. Winter fertilizer, killing grubs, and broadleaf weed control. Time spent now will be much improved turf next year. Good beneficial and turf maintenance, better winter color, good spring color, quick recovery from snow mold damage, more dense turf will produce less um, weeds later on. Now, because we've got the hard freeze coming mm-hmm. up, once it hits, can you still aerate and or thatch oh, yeah. your lawn? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, we're going to say coming up here, probably at uh, the 31st, maybe first week in November is the cutoff for grass seed. Mm-hmm. Then we wait a couple weeks, and then you can apply winter grass seed all winter long. Okay. That's, that's called dorm, dormant seeding, so okay. for sure. Um, as the trees begin to fall on the lawns, be sure to move them, pulverizing them with a mulching lawnmower, making sure they don't cause bare spots. Sometimes smothered leaves will do just as much damage as uh, not doing your lawn work in the fall. For gardeners, autumn knows that it is the best time for fall bulb planting. Hyacinths, crocus, skillia, tulips, daffodils, allium, grape hyacinths, anemone, and the list goes on and on. Planted now, dig, drop, done. It's that easy. Nearly everyone can actually enjoy great spring color. For spring color that blooms for months on end, though, be sure to select flower bulbs that will bloom at different times of the season. They don't all bloom at once. We have early, mid, and late season. Check with the master gardeners at Waddell's for bloom time. You may want a good representation of all three seasons. If you want the greatest show, plant pride tulips. George would get those for years, and now Kay, my cousin, makes sure we stock all of the kinds. Pink, red, white, and yellow, and we plant thousands of them models. They're great impact, or what I call head turners for sure. Hmm. You want the greatest show on earth? When planting Dutch flowering bulbs, make sure um, you uh, actually... uh, Put them in procession. Put them with bulb tone. You'll see a good result if you take care of some of that work now. I was going to ask you, is there something you put in with yeah. the bulbs while you're planting them? Is there anything other than bulb tone? Do you have to put any kind of bone meal? Anything? You can, a little bone meal. We used to put bone meal, but bone meal is a little slower reacting okay. where the bulb tone is going to get a little more oomph right now. Okay, cool. Attention, summer flowering bulb people. Okay, you should be on that gardener's list to do real soon. Cannas, gladiolus, begonias, freesia, caladiums, and dahlias all need to be brought in winters uh, inside the winter very soon. First step to immediately withhold all irrigation for five days. Then dig up the roots, corms, and tubers attached. Spread out in a dry place and allow the tops to dry. Cut off the tops and prepare for loose uh, storage. Dust the bulbs with bonai bulb dust to prevent them from insects and disease. The following storage will assure viable bulb planting 
for replanting next spring. Tubers, begonia, damp sphagnum peat moss. Rhizomes of callas, dry vermiculite. Caladiums with a damp peat moss at 50 degrees. Dahlias, dry peat moss at 50 degrees. Calla and cannas all at 45 degrees upside down in a dry peat, dry peat moss. Hmm. So just things like that. Do you know, and we're trying to hurry because... I don't I, know anything. <laughs> this is why I talk to you. Because then you tell me what to do and right. do it the right way. It's okay. <laughs> Protecting valuable shrubs really needs to be taken care of. So wrap all your trees with tree wrap. Put it on in November. Take it off on Mother's Day. It will help with freeze cracking on all newly or existing planted trees. Crab apple, dogwood, oak, maple, all can get winter kill, freeze cracking, and all can be protected with just a few dollars. Shrub protectors can be put on azaleas and rhododendron and boxwood that are all getting damaged from winter kill. We always say a good rule of thumb. Water your plants when you're basting your turkey. That mm -hmm. means the third week in November, water your plants one more time. Having your plants go through the winter moist will save on winter kill. Very cool. So I have two other things. Okay. I have uh, um, a little thank you at the end, but I really have some gardening and lawn etiquette. We got, uh, we're still <laughs> at 39. So um, number one, respect property lines. Hmm. Number two, I like this. Keep your space tidy. Even if it's, what somebody else looks at. Mm -hmm. Number three, keep your slope to yourself. <laughs> yeah, okay. Eh. That's good. You know though. what? I'm on a lot of new projects. I feel sorry for the neighbors mm -hmm. because a lot of times that new home is built a foot higher than yours, and guess where all the water goes? So, <clears throat> number four, I have this issue at my home, and it is not my dog, but keep your pet to yourself. Yes. Okay? Respect. Okay. Number five, clean up after your mower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Number six, don't be a noisy early bird or disrupt the evening hours. Number seven, don't spoil your neighbor's cookout. Number eight, spray weeds, not your neighbors. Yeah, thank you. That was the one thing I was going to tell you. And it, that goes with professional people that come in too. Don't, if, if, if they come in and it's windy, yeah. tell them to go home. Yeah. yeah. Do not because we, just as a point, we have more senior citizens community, mm -hmm. and there are some people who get ornery if somebody's treating their lawn, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden you can see the cloud kind of make its way over. Yep. So yes, big one. Doesn't that sound like an April list? Not, <laughs> not a late October right. list? Oh, no. It's, <laughs> well, get both times. Think of it, spray your weeds, but okay, if there's a tree on the line. Yeah. And the trunks on your side and the roots, but the tree branches are hanging over the neighbor's side. What's the last thing? Communicate. Yes. 
Talk about the property line together. Talk about big projects. Hey, Bob, I'm going to have a huge, the fence is all going to be torn down in a week or two. Oh, news to me, you know, or, hey, do you care this tree is overhanging my deck and ruining our back patio any way I can trim it up? Um, it is yeah. my branch anyways, but a little etiquette. I was at homeowners' houses before, and as we're landscaping, huge branches being cut <laughs> off Roger's uh, tree and falling into the neighbors smashing the fence we're working on. It's like, hey, come on. Well, the guy goes, hey, it's my branch. Yeah, but you're tearing it, it up is. my property. That's right. That's right. So, so yeah. And um, uh, we can take one final break yes. and then you bet. Yeah, this is our, our final break and then uh, we'll come back and we'll begin to wrap things up for the season here on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Life. Flowering bulbs from Waddell's are actually some of the most colorful, fail-proof blooms available. Now is the time to plant bulbs to ensure you have a more colorful spring. All you need to do is dig, drop, and you're done. A must to start your spring are tulips. Get some of the largest blooming tulips around, Waddell's Pride Tulips, that come in beautiful pink, yellow, white, or red, and this week they're all 25% off. How about something that will naturalize well to create a woodland look? Try crocus bulbs, also 25% off right now at Waddell's. Some of the other beauties at Waddell's include large yellow flowering King Alfred daffodils, early blooming snowdrops, hyacinths, fritillaria, and many colors of narcissus. Come browse more than 100 varieties of spring flowering bulbs at Waddell's, which are all on sale this week. Then just dig, drop, and you're done. Next spring will bring to life just how beautiful flowering bulbs really are from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Of course, my end-of-the-season recommendation, go out to Waddell's and get yourself a serviceberry bush or two. <laughs> it would be, I would be remiss if I did not mention that, Andy. So, oh. yes. And what I'm going to do for a lot of the folks, we had a lot of callers today. So we probably have about eight or ten pages we didn't cover so I'm going to post those. We'll get those posted in the next week. And these are all things that everybody can do if you went to our website, Jim. And we're just going to make sure that some of our gardening friends, from pruning roses to you got to get that mower down to the last setting soon. <laughs> you know, you don't want to scalp, but at the same time, you uh, you don't want to leave your lawn three inches tall because that's just going to make a problem. So yeah. I uh, also wanted to say... It has been a pleasure for me, and I hope you folks, um, sharing each other over the garden fence this year. I really want to thank the fine staff at WKZO, Jim Lawless and Jim McKenney, my co-host, and Tom Sturmer, our WKZO account representative. Special thanks to also you fine folks out there listening to Over the Garden Fence with all your comments, questions, and suggestions. But yeah. I also would like to thank God for a great growing season, for all the beautiful flowers and bountiful harvest of vegetables and fruits from our garden that he's blessed us with. I'm grateful for the many enjoyable hours in our garden and landscape that he provided. I hope God blesses you with each enjoyable winter and the peace that he can provide. And I hope to see you all next spring in the garden. Do that happens on your